I'm exhausted right now. I've been sitting by my 10-year-old all morning trying to keep him on task for online school. I've gone through so many emotions with him this morning. Frustration, first off, when his teacher told me that he hadn't been staying on task. Anger, as he was paying attention to everything but his math lesson, even as I was sitting right next to him. Elation, when he gave me a hug because he was so appreciative of my help. Back to frustration when he turned his assignment in right in front of me as I was telling him he needs to check his work before he turns it in. And exhaustion from sitting in fifth grade all day. But even with all the negative emotions I went through this morning, the thought of sending him back to school and away from me all day really makes me sad. Because for an inexplicable reason, I love that boy with all my heart and just want him to be with me all the time. Okay, most of the time. And that's what love is. That's what parenting is. It's going through the pain because in the end, a smile and a hug makes you forget all the anger and frustration that you just experienced. Which leads me to today's scripture in John. Jesus was telling his disciples that he was going away and they wouldn't see him anymore. And he warns them that they will weep and mourn. That the world would rejoice, but they would grieve. The loss would be devastating. And then Jesus uses a metaphor that I can relate to. He uses a woman in labor and the pain she feels. And I remember the thought that nothing could be worth this much pain and that I would never do it again. But then I held that baby boy in my arms and none of it mattered anymore. And the scripture, it came to me at a time when I was feeling completely hopeless and like I had no control. I just learned about the abortion ban that would be overturned. Not that it makes too much difference since the Supreme Court's ruling on Roe versus Wade, but in the case that ruling is overturned, the New Mexico legislature wants to be sure that women can have access to legal abortions in our state. I was so terribly disappointed at these, that these recently elected public servants that I had hoped would make racial, racial reconciliation and environmental stewardship their top priority instead made one of their first priorities to make the murder of innocent babies more legal. And I feel so helpless as I think of the hundreds of thousands of babies that are murdered every year by the doctors at the request of their own mothers because society tells us they aren't people unless they are wanted, that I broke down in tears. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not saying these things to condemn anyone who has suffered an abortion. And scripture is clear that there is forgiveness, healing, and restoration because of Jesus. But I am heartbroken because so many women will not be given the chance to forget the fear and pain that pregnancy and labor cause, either because of choice or because we live in a world of sin and death. So I looked up how to write my legislators, and I voted this election, and I could and I may go protest in front of the state capitol. But will it even make a difference? It feels like yelling into the wind with no one hearing my cry. But I was looking at the situation like an individual with no say and no voice. This passage reminds me of this, that scripture said, God loves me because I have loved Jesus and believed he came from God. And Jesus says, I can ask anything in his name. So when I I can ask for God to move in this country and in the heart of his people, that if we turn and call on his name, we don't have to confront these problems on our own strength and with the little say that we have. Jesus said, I have told you these things so that you, so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So regardless of how hopeless things seem and how little we can do about the big problems we see swirling around us, even with COVID and social injustice and hate and disunity, disunity, Christ has overcome the world. And all this pain, all this suffering, all this ugliness will all be forgotten as we see God's glory and are once again able to see Jesus face to face, stripped of our sinful natures and free to be exactly what God created us to be. And in the meantime, we also 
have power, even though we grieve, because we have the Advocate, the Holy Spirit. Therefore, let us faithfully, well, therefore, let us, let the faithful pray to God while he may be found, as the psalm says, and take heart because Jesus has overcome the world. Let's pray. God, I'm sorry for my fear and hopelessness. Thank you that I have hope in you no matter the grief I feel, because someday I will see you again. Amen.